Spread number love all over the globe. It's the Vibe Show Podcast. I am your host, the Vibe King, Kano the Don, and we have a special guest joining us on the show today. I'm talking about entrepreneur, motivational speaker, author, life coach, the one and only, the lovely Maya Speller Cullens. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing awesome, awesome. I want to um, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chill out with us for a little while on the show. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Um, sound like you're moving. You you, you mobile? Yes, I, I am. Okay, we still. I still can hear you. I still can hear you. Okay, now I want to, um, before we even start this thing off, um, I want to uh I want to let you know that the emails um have been really really crazy from a lot of your fans and um all of the listeners that knew that you were coming on the show everybody was really excited about you coming on. Okay. Well, I'm excited about being on and having a great conversation on today and hopefully we'll be able to reach a lot of the listeners and um educate them on a lot of different things that I'm doing and got, you know currently have going on. You know, it's amazing, too. Um, you have a lot of stuff going on and have touched so many people on so many different levels. Um, I, what I want to do, I want to um, I want to give the listeners a little bit of um, background on you and stuff, too. Now, you, okay. you, you're from, um, you're born and raised in North Carolina. Yes, Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. And um, you're currently, currently, you're, you're living where now? I'm currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta, in Atlanta. Yes. Awesome. Now, this is what I want to know. I want to know, with all of the, everything that you have accomplished thus far, okay. let's go back a little bit more. Um, I want to know, like, what was... What what were you doing before you 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 traveled down this path here of of healing souls and 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 changing lives? What what really like geared you towards? I mean, did you foresee this um, in school? Because I mean, you know, you've went to college, right. you've accomplished so much, at, you know, on an educational level. But I want to know, like, was this something that 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 or what speared you to want to go this path right well to be honest with you when I was younger and before this because I actually started doing all of this at the age of 20 Wow. so um, immediately after high school and going into college um, I started doing what I'm currently doing now and it just grew so I don't even think I had the opportunity to to not do something or do something totally different uh, when I was younger I knew that I was destined to be even greater than well I'm well, I'm currently at, and I saw uh, many different visions with myself with writing books and um, being on the stage and talking and educating people, and because I couldn't let it go, it's almost like that silent voice that you have within, within you, right. and you can't let it go even when you be like, okay, I'm done, I'm about to throw on the towel, and it's like something that keeps saying go. It's something like you, you, you keep fighting, 
Um, so with me, and I guess that's that internal hunger that you don't let go because you know that your purpose is connected to it. Right. So I just continue to push through. Um, this is not something uh, per se that I intended to do as it pertains to like mental health and substance abuse, but I knew that I would be writing books. I knew that I would be dealing with people. Um, I knew that I would be creating jobs for individuals and opportunities. Um, I knew those things, but I just didn't know the, to which caliber that I would be doing it on. That right. wasn't told. I got you. <laughs> Man, that is like, that's amazing. Like, were you like affected or saw... Um, People, people that were were going through certain things that really kind of like really inspired it. Like, you know what? I really want to help in that field. That right. that's what I want to do. Right. Yes. Um, actually, as a young girl, um, what they call it in the country days, a young a young gal. Right. <laughs> um, during that time, um, I've seen individuals that was affected by um, substance abuse struggling with substance abuse and um, mental health issues. Right. And as a young child, I didn't know, you know, as we are growing up and we're young, of course, we're naive. Right. We don't have that knowledge. And um, especially with the African-American community or within our culture, we're not educated or taught certain things. And um, when we see it, it's almost like a, a sense of normalcy for us. So we don't seek out for help and we don't ask questions. We just deal with it the best way, we, you know, we right. know how. Um, but I know when my, one of my cousins was affected by it, it took a toll on me because we were like best friends. We were sisters. We grew up together and I didn't know how to express myself and I didn't know how to communicate what I felt, um, when she was struggling with mental health issues. I'm like, gosh, we ran track together. She was cheerleading. Um, we had all these hopes and dreams to go to college together and then it was shattered. Um, so as I continued to grow and my walk, not even spiritually, I began to just research and ask questions at that point as I continued to get older. Um, and then I just began to grow interest, and I just took off from there. And then I felt like even though I didn't want to do it because it, it was so close to home, I felt the need to do it. I felt right. like if I didn't do it, that it would be another person like me out there that was waiting to hear somebody say it's okay, waiting to hear somebody say, hey, all you got to do is pick up the phone and seek help someone that's, you know, giving that encouragement because I didn't have it around me. We didn't see that. We didn't know. Um, And I just began to grow a desire um, to just keep fighting and pushing and it just continued to unfold. You know what? That's, that's really, really amazing too, because it's like, we do, we do see that all around us um, growing up. We see it on, on so many different levels. And, and, you know, I I think that that's that's a mission that you know how how we be blessed with certain gifts and certain talents. We might have a yes. certain vision for ourselves, but God might have another vision for us. Oh, most definitely. And and I just think that that's that's just amazing. Changing phases, behavioral support, Inc. Um, you established that as well. Yes. You know, provide mental health. Man, that, that, you know, with that, with that being established and, and also, um, being able to, to help people on that level and as well as being able to provide opportunity for, for, um, as far as jobs and others 
who right. um, may have that same drive and, and passion as well. Um, how, how does that make you feel and how hard was it um, going through the steps of creating creating this um, establishment? Um, well, I wouldn't say that it was hard, but I will tell you that anything that you have within you that you're that you're required or destined to do is going to come with obstacles. It's going to come with um, a lot of things where you say, you know, am I sure? Is this what I want to do? Do I have enough courage to do this? Um, how does it look? You know, how is it going to pan out? You know, kind of like the unknown. Right. Um, but it's a selective few of people that no matter what the unknown, the unknown looks like, they will still keep fighting because they understand that the vision is still there and they have to stay focused. And I'm one of those um, individuals. I'm fearless. I don't mind failure. And I know at least I tried because I never want to be on the sideline and say, I wish I should have could have. And because I'm not that type of person, and I and I encourage anyone that when they're starting a new business and they don't know how it's going to look like, but if they have the vision and they have the desire, I suggest that they do it as if, if their life depends on it. And I say that simply because that helps you get through. So the terminology, is it hard? Is it something that I can bear? All of that is going to be worth, worth your while once you continue to focus on what it is that you have set before you. So... Yes, I had to do a lot of research. Yes, I had to sacrifice. Yes, I had to cut back on certain things. Yes, I had to say, no, I can't go out tonight. I got to research this. Or, no, I can't um, spend time with my friends because I have to be at my business doing X, Y, and Z. But you got to understand, it's a sacrifice that you have to make. It's this self-discipline that you have to have. And it's that internal motivation that you must keep throughout the process to be able to shake whatever industry that you're doing and turn it upside down to truly make a difference. Wow. You know, and, and, and everybody, you know, doesn't, I, and I'm not going to even say that everybody doesn't possess that drive because I think in some form or fashion, we all do kind of right. have a vision, but right. I, I, I think that, I think that, that some of us, are chosen too right and we are and and the thing that that's so unique about it we all have it it's just the difference between the individuals that's willing to step out and the ones that's not right and if you nurture what it is that you believe in some people will say yeah i'm going to do that and yeah i'm going to do that but if they have areas that they they can't get over for as procrastination self-doubt fear listen to others then a lot of those factors will hinder you most of the, the most rewarding, if you look at the, the statistics and, and a lot of people that have passed on, um, obviously before us, uh-huh. a lot of the wealthiest people are people that are six feet under simply because they didn't tap into their, their gifts, they didn't tap into their talents, and they didn't fulfill the things that they could have because they were too afraid or they didn't know how. They didn't. So that is my responsibility. My responsibility, and I feel that I'm charged with, is to share my knowledge and, and to, to let individuals know that whatever what is it something that you would do even if you wasn't paid to do it. And and, right. and show them the ropes because when you know those things, then you, it's like an aha moment. Okay, that's me. Aha. I got it. This is what I need to do. But it's not going to be easy. It's not a picture-perfect thing. It's not an overnight success. But anything that's worth having is worth fighting for and staying consistent with it. And ultimately, that will lead to a plethora of opportunities and, and, and different things that you didn't even know existed within 
in your own self. So a lot of us is only scraped. We have only scraped the surface of what it is that God has for us. You so know, when we continue to dig and activate what it is that he has, he'll just continue to connect to that. You know, like, man, just listening to you to you say that, like, why do you think that that most of us hit that brick wall? Do you think it's because we don't have um, a strong support system as far as, like, um, mo- that motivation spirit? to motivate us um, based on them basically not being motivated to, because, you know, it kind of starts at home as well. Some of us right. are, are blessed with, you know, we, we can take a negative uh, or maybe from a negative childhood experience and, and utilize all of that negative energy and be like, and, and that could also inspire you to be like, you know what? I don't want to be nothing like that. I don't want to you right. know go through, but then it's a lot of people that, that that also that that could tear you down as well like how did you keep those walls just because i'm just listening to you and i can hear the hunger in your voice right well you know what um it's it's funny because a lot of times as we grow up and we go through life we may not have that person that stands beside us to say hey you can do it right. or i believe in you right or we may not have those teachers that say Yes, you're going to be the next president. Because a lot of us did, you know, didn't, unfortunately. I know, I know. Um, I think it's, it comes when no matter where you come from, no matter where you've been, when you know that you have greater that's within you, regardless of whether. And if you look at it, sometimes a lot of people, they can't pour into you and tell you something that they don't understand. Right. And that's the unique thing about it. Like, I don't, I don't focus on people around me to say, hey, you shouldn't do that. I don't need approval. So if someone has the ability to say, okay, this is what I see, sometimes you got to be silent. Sometimes you got to move in silence. Sometimes you got to be quiet. A lot of times you just have to move and you have to do. And then when it comes out, they can't say, oh, you can't do it because guess what? You've already done it, baby. It's already been done. Wow. So, you know, and I always suggest that um, you take baby steps, you know, no matter where you come from. If you say, hey, Maya, I don't have money. I don't have this, then you're already setting yourself up for failure. If you speak and say, I want to have my TV show, I want to do X, Y, and Z, and I will, and by this day, and it's just setting goals. You write it down, you make sure that it's clear, and even if it's the smallest things, it's going to get a business license, make it a phone call. When you start seeing those checks on that list start increasing, your confidence will start building. And as your confidence starts building, your, your blessings and all the things that you're supposed to do to begin to manifest because you're activating what it is that you are setting out to do. So it'll give you a drive, it'll give you courage, it'll give you wisdom to keep pushing forward. And then you'll feel like you're unstoppable. Nothing can stop you. Wow. You, so you, you got to be mindful of around you, what people are speaking. Like, that's a time that you have to be, you have to be very sacred and you don't allow everybody in the space on this season when you're about to birth something so great. Right. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I totally, um, I totally agree with you, you on that with, um, I, I guess, man, with, with, I'm just looking at like, and, and I've, 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 when I was exposed to you and mm-hmm. I started to, to research your journey, I just, it just blew my mind with mm-hmm. the, the way that you were able to sustain all of the 
the the distractions oh yeah in the world with you know you know on on this walk that we walk it's a lot of distractions and i just i just think that that you're really a strong being mentally as well to be able to to block a lot of those distractions out did you did you hit any walls along the way and how did you do overcome most definitely i did um one of the things one time i got overwhelmed and frustrated because things wasn't going my way and i had a nice young lady come up to me in my place of business and she rubbed me on my back and she said maya do you realize that you control your environment she was like you have the authority to make things move you control your environment if something is not right you remove it if something that you don't like you speak it if it's something that you won't set up in a certain way, in a certain fashion, you have to demand that respect for it. So when she told that to me, I was like, you know what? I've been running and running all of these years. And a lot of times, you know, when you're in business and when you're doing certain things, you have so many different personalities around you. Right. But how you put it to a hook, understand that you are in control. And that is the beauty by knowing your gift, because then you know what to accept, what not to accept, what to tolerate and what not to tolerate. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it makes it easier for me because anytime that I get into a hard place, I'm like, okay, what's going on? I need to refocus because balance is so essential, you know? Right. So when you get that balance and you get that clear mind and that peace where you just sit into yourself and meditate on how it needs to be, it's simple. It's simple as one, two, three. Write it all down and indicate, okay, this is working, this is not working. So I'm a solution-focused person. I don't meddle in problems. I'm a non-confrontational person. I don't like drama. I don't like mess. And because of that, if it's a problem, tell me the problem, and I'm going to find a solution. And I'm moving on to the next thing. Because if not, you're going to find yourself still sitting on one problem on point A and, and wobbling in it when you could have been almost at point D and E and F but you ain't there yet because your mind ain't caught up yet. Do you understand? Yeah. So you have to, You ha- it, when I say you have to be self, self-disciplined, self seriously, that is probably the most, but if you don't remember nothing else I say, that and being consistent in what it is that you have and don't compromise for no one. So right. when life comes, life is going to hit you. That's why it's always better to be before time instead of right on time. Because you never know what may happen. And what I mean by that, that means that you need to be proactive. Don't wait till the day before or the hour before to prepare yourself for something. Start making your plans that you've already prepared and already prepped so when you show up, everything just flows. Right, right. Because life does happen. When, when, when you're, um, how, much, how much joy does it bring you because you know you're also like I say you wear many hats, and um, as well as as being a strong um, black woman, um, with balancing um, also being a wife and and right. um, balancing a family, and 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 balancing um, running everything that you have going on. Like how 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 much um, gratification does it bring you? When, when you actually um, speaking to to an audience of uh, and, and and someone comes up to you that that was touched by it is that is that the ultimate payoff for you yes um, that's the most rewarding payoff 
um, unfortunately, sometimes we don't hear those stories. Um, you know, thank you for speaking that word and thank you for encouraging me. And I've been in a place where I struggled with crack cocaine and I didn't know how to get out. I've been in a place where I struggled with depression and all these different stories that I hear. Right. Um, and I think that's the most rewarding thing because that, that's the thing that kind of keeps you going. So I always say, people share, tell me what you hear, what you, you know, what you heard. How did it touch you? How did it impact you? What are some topics you'd like to talk about? Because I can talk about it all. You know, just tell me what's going to help you. And I get that from the feedback. So I think that keeps me um, spearheaded and, and kind of driven on the right path so that I can keep feeding the people what they need. Right. And is it is it difficult, um, you find, at times, to um, for people to open up? Or, or do you have to... I, I know in probably some cases... Um, some people are subjected to just, you know, pour their hearts out. But I know it may be cases where sometimes that um, you have to kind of pull it out, people. Mm, I don't know. Um, I think it's when a lot when individuals have a lot of built up hurt and uncertainty. I think it 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 may be hard, but I also understand that when I speak. I command the room uh -huh. when I talk and I talk about different topics that I know that is dear to my heart, that wherever they're at, I can reach them in a place that is untouched. And when I do that, change always generally happens, even if it's a change at that very moment or the change when they lay down at night and say, God, you know what? That really hit home. So sometimes it may take longer for individuals to grasp it, but I, know I never worry or think about that part because it's always transpired where it's being delivered to the right person, and that's what that's what matters. Right. The right person, the right individual that needs to hear it. So I never really had to worry about that, but that's a good question. You know, you know what I think too, and what I absolutely love about everything that you that that you're doing is that every everybody um, that that achieves the level of success that you. Um, have achieved and still achieving throughout your walk and your purpose everybody i i think what what really makes you um special mm -hmm. is the knowledge that you are sharing right with with everyone you know who wants it i, I just think that that is so dope that you know that you you're you're tapping into you know people who trying to start businesses who got ideas. I just yes. think that that's incredible that you're doing all of this. Right. Yes. And I think that's a unique thing because a lot of times people will put me in a box where okay, it's just mental health and it's just substance abuse. But real talk, I can talk about mental health, substance abuse. I can talk about opening your business. I can talk about giving you courage and how to persevere in life. I can talk about your husband, your wife, your sister, your brother, you know? Right. Um, and, and only because I, everything that I do, it has to have purpose, and I always have a piece of me attached to what I do. So when I come to you, it comes from a genuine place, so it makes it much easier. So I don't have to practice. Life, life experiences is my practice. <laughs> um, wow. Life experiences is what I deliver. So it's nothing that I deliver that is from a textbook. Everything that I deliver is from real-life experiences and situations that I, I even experience or someone or individuals that's around me have experience. And I, and I understand it from a place of, you know, purity. Right. So most definitely. Life experiences is what I deliver. 
Don't you think that sounds like a good um, title for a book? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Go ahead and laughs> yes. I'm sitting here like when you said that, it just stood out to me. And I'm like, yes. I see the book. I see yes. it. Wow. That is in my father's house. Um, it, you know, did you ever see yourself being an author? And, and, and how did it even spearhead to 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 that level as well say that one more time in my father's house um did, did you foresee yourself being an author um as well oh, yeah. and, and how did it how did it go or was that all a part of the plan to hey i want to i want to write books too um how did that come about with, with you becoming an author and writing your first book you know what? Um, it's funny because when I was in high school and I used to sit and write on a piece of paper, thank you for your support, and I would put my name. And I what? would do that throughout high school when I graduated. Come on. And um, I had a family member come to me and say, Maya, why do you do that? And I said, because one day I'm going to have to sign stuff and I'm, I need to make sure that I have my autograph and I thank them for supporting me. Right. And they kind of look like, okay. But so when I tell you that a lot of things, everything is, and, and it's true about timing, everything in its own timing will come to pass. And whether it's happening at that moment, if it's happening a year from now, 10 years from now, but if it's destined to happen, it will happen. So it goes back to that saying, what God has for you is for you, uh -huh. because that is, that is totally true. But no man can take it away. And if you believe in that, I know it sounds cliche, but it's really the truth. So whatever you start preparing yourself for and you start fertilizing it at a young age or at an earlier time, it'll just begin to manifest and begin to be whatever it needs to be. Probably bigger than what you even imagined, to be perfectly honest. So, yes, most definitely. When I was younger, I saw myself writing books. Um, wow. I didn't know to the I didn't know to the extent. Right. And none of the things I did, I didn't know to the extent, but I knew it was going to be major. Right. I knew even when I did consulting work and I helped people and I saw the good thing in it and I saw the bad thing in it as far as like what was working, what was not working. And what I did was took that, that when I did my own thing or did something similar or helped the next person, I was able to give them feedback. This is what you don't want to do. This is what you should do. And I would tell them why and how it would look. So that's when I began to basically cultivate my, my skill and I was able to be strategic in a way that I was able, I'm able to do so many things because now I can truly say that I oversee what I do. I don't have to be technically hands-on and every day in stuff that I do, you know? Right, right. Because I created a strategic plan. And that strategic plan that I created is learning your craft and doing it um, in a manner that when it begins to just flourish, that you have systems in place. So that way it runs like it needs to run. It's organized. It's structured. And it's just going and flowing like it needs to, and you can, and then you can have the opportunity to do multiple things. So no one or anybody, even the greatest people that have walked this earth, cannot sit and say, "Oh, I did all of this by myself. I couldn't do it without a strong team, right. and I couldn't do it without a strong team that understands my expectations." So when they understand, when people understand your expectations and know how you operate, then that's when you are able to really push the things that you have in you out of you. So to answer your question, when I was young, did I see this? I was always a little sassy, demanding, bossy little girl um, that knew what I wanted and was very verbal about it. So 
I didn't know it would take it to this extent, but I used my strength and made it work for me. So, yes, I've seen it just not to this degree, but I won't complain. Amen (laughs) on that. I know that's right. In my father's house, living in the shadow of the almighty. Why that title? And was that um, self-inspired? Yes. Um, well, living in my father in my father's house, living in the shadow of the Almighty, um, that is so. In my father's house is living in my my father's house, meaning like a physical person, a physical body in my house where I grew up at, where I stayed. In the shadow of the Almighty is symbolic to our heavenly Father. So, meaning that like one of my chapters in that book is being in the lion's mouth. It's almost like you're walking through the valleys of the shadow of death, how they talk about that, and you're in the lion's mouth. Mm-hmm. But your heavenly father is watching over you and seeing you through. So that's what was, that's what expired that book. Right, okay. My okay. experience with childhood, my experience with um, individuals that was close to me that struggled with substance abuse, um, people in my family that um, had mental breakdowns and um, went through a lot of emotional distress, like so, I just I just took it and was like, look, no matter how cards your cards are dealt with you in life, you take it and you make the best of it. You don't push it back because we don't get to choose. We don't get to choose our life. We don't get to choose our you know who we born by. We don't get to choose our siblings. But the things that we are able to choose, that's the things that we use, and right. we build from it. And you also touched on um, teenage mothers. Teenage. Yes, teen pregnancy, yes. Yeah. I had my son when I was 16, and um, and I'm going to share this with you, and I won't keep you long because I know we are limited with time, but um, I had him when I was 16, and I knew at that particular moment when I had him, when I got out of high school, I said, you know what, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hang out, I'm going to just have a year to myself, but then I got a call, and I got a scholarship, and my mama said, my, I know you're not going to sit out of school and let that money waste because, you know, if you don't go to school, you don't get that money. Right. So, to me, I was like, shoot, should I go to school? Another call for another scholarship. I was like, okay. Wow. Uh, okay. And then I got a third call. I was like, mama, so, you know, if I go to school, I got all this money, and I do what I need to do. I'm going to have, like, $4,000, $5,000 a semester to bring home. I could pay for my own apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, I started planning my whole life. <laughs> Wow! So it you didn't know, it didn't bring you down. It actually right. uh, catapulted it actually you. It was a blessing to me. Like you know, a lot of people think like, "Oh gosh, you having a baby." And the thing that's so funny, I'm gonna tell you how good God is. When I had my son in high school, it was a bad snowstorm. He was born on Christmas Day. I was supposed to have somebody come out in December to um, homeschool me until I was able to go back. You know, so right. I can have. You know, I won't miss anything. Well, it was a bad snowstorm, so we didn't even have school. And then we had Christmas break. Then I had him on Christmas. So really and truthfully, when it was time to go back to school, I was going back to school with everybody else. Wow. So I didn't even miss a beat. So that's, that that goes to show you that, again, when he has his hands on you and you have favor, even sometimes we may step off to the left, he has he always have a way to bring us back because he knows what it is that we are supposed to fulfill. And when we know that and we know that he has that favor on us, we, the sky is the limit. So no situation should be a situation that can deter you. So that's why even with teen pregnancy and when I see young girls, if I can speak and breathe life in every last one of them, I'll move it. 
because I was that young girl that was in school. I wasn't a girl that, that hopped around. However, situations happened, and it happened, and I got pregnant, you know? Right. Um, but a lot of times, I know one of the pastors said one time, they are saying, okay, go to the church house and let the mothers and the deacons and everybody pray for you. But the truth of the matter is, they sit there praying for you, but they sin too. We exactly. all sin. Exactly. And they're no different than us, you know? So lift your head up, smile, laugh, and do whatever it is that your life has demanded and have called you to do. And do it with pride, do it with dignity, with integrity, and keep it moving. That's deep. Behind the veil, um, now, all all of these all of these books are inspired from personal experiences. Yes. Can we touch on behind the veil a little bit because um th this one right here is deep. Right. So behind the veil, it basically talks about how um, a couple comes together and they appear to have it all together. So you know how social media, how the world that we live in, can put you on this pedestal that. As if you have no problems. Absolutely. As if you have no issues. Well, the truth of the matter is, when my husband and I um, were going through some things in our marriage, I decided to journal. So when I started journaling, I, I would laugh at some moments. I would cry at some moments. I would have that time where I would just be sitting and thinking. And I just put it into a book because I said, you know what? I'm going to write this down because I know I'm not the only one that has dealt with this. I know that I'm not the only one has, that has dealt this. And I put it into a book. A lot of times when you come or become as one with an individual, you don't know fully their background. Right, right. Meaning that you don't know their childhood. You don't know if you raise your voice how that makes that person feel. Right. You don't know if you lift your hand what, 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 you know, how it takes that person back to that, that, that phase where they folding up. Like, they don't know how to move forward. And, they, and you're looking at them like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing and it's because everything that has happened to us in life has transpired when we get older to begin to manifest in our relationships. And we don't know that. So if we don't talk about it again, mental health, if we don't discuss it, then what does it do? In that book, it shows what it seeks to your kids. That's right. So now it's almost like, okay, either you're going to talk about it or you're going to keep dealing with it. And that's when that generational curse come in. That's when the dysfunctional keep going. That's when all those issues continue to revolve. And where is it stemming from? It's stemming back from a further, you know, incident or root of issues that has not been addressed. And that is the reason why I write what I write and I talk about what I talk because I know it all goes back to the source of mental health. It all goes back to why people want to commit suicide. It all goes back to self-esteem. It all goes back to bullying. It all goes back to trust. Why I can't trust him? Why I can't trust her? You see what I'm saying? All ties a lot of in. things that we feel like, okay, this this is this ain't mental health. Yes, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Wow. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm creative with my approach, but I do it in a way where I'm creative, but I'm also real. Ooh, you something else. Yes, indeed. I'm loving it. And then, see, I'm 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 seeing where you're going now. Cause see, all of these books. Uh, you, you, you can't just skip and go get one. You got to, you know, you got to kind of get them yes, in order. Cause see, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. So behind the veil to the naked truth. 
Now this is the arising. This is the you know, this is things coming together right here. This is you know okay. we 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 gonna st we gonna stand on this. No, we are not gonna let our marriage dissolve. No, right. you know we go. Oh, I'm loving this right here. Okay, let's right, touch on right. touch on that one for me right quick. You said what now? Touch on behind the veil for me right quick. I can't hear you. Touch on behind the veil too for me. The naked truth for me. Um. Exactly. <laughs> so to understand naked truth, but the naked truth is more so like, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? You know, um, when is enough enough? Because sometimes I encourage Pharisees all day long, don't get me wrong. But if it's not going to work and it begin begins to be unhealthy and you can't fully flourish or be yourself in your marriage and you have exhausted all options, then the naked truth gives you the raw gutter. This is what it looks like. This is what it is. And it puts it in your face to make you decide which way you want to turn. Wow. So that's just the, it, it, it kind of goes from one to two. So it's like an overflow of one. I, I, I love it. I love it. You know, and um, it, it really, it really says a lot. Did you feel any, any slight doubt of um, actually putting it out or did you consider or discuss this with your husband to the point to just thinking how it would affect him as well? Oh, no, absolutely not. I, when I put it out, I did it. You understand, when you're a writer, you can write whatever you want. It's your own world. It's your own vision. It's, it's, it comes straight from your heart. And anybody that respects your heart and understands your drive and your purpose for it, they'll respect your work. Right. You understand? Yeah, so yeah. you don't have to, to change who you are. And I, and if you do, then you may want to second guess why and why you're still there. You know? Yeah. And the thing about it, the beauty about writing is because you don't know the truth from what I added in to, to kind of pull them down some of the stuff that might have happened. You don't know the difference between what's true and what's reality, you know? Right. Um, and you have to decipher. And, and, I, and I write it in a way where you ain't focusing on me. I write in a way when you read it, you're focusing on you. How am I related to this book? What did this book do to me? And my situation. So I don't make it about me. And because, and I purposely do that because I don't want it to be about me. Right. I just want to share a piece of me and let you decide what that is. And not so much what it is for me, but what it is for you as an individual that's reading the book. You know what? The way you broke that down, I, I, I totally get that. And that, that is so true. And, you know, people want the truth, but everybody can't handle the truth and yeah. it's not it's not like it's a bunch of lies it's it this is the these are facts right right you know what i'm saying and, and those are yeah, this and your truth so funny um let me speak with on this real quick why it's on my mind Go i remember ahead. when i wrote the book i said the book and he said oh my gosh this book is so powerful and he was like thank you um i do appreciate you sharing he said but the only thing that's missing is the fact that you can't relate to anything in this book. <laughs> and I laughed to myself, like, okay. And I think it was because when you see me, you you see me as if, like, okay, she has no blemishes, she has no flaws, right. she has no issues. So he couldn't put me, again, he couldn't put me in the in the realm of writing a book like I wrote, you know? Right. Um, and that's okay, because sometimes it takes a little time for people to catch up, um, and everybody is on a different level and a different walk, and, and and again, he enjoyed the book. He got something out of it. It's fine if he felt like, hey, this is an awesome book, but I just wish you was, you know, it was more about 
you know, you and, and what you dealt with and not knowing that it, it, it had everything to do with what I dealt with. Like that's so. Um, to, to a certain extent. So. Right, right. Wow, you know that <laughs> you are, I, 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 I definitely have to meet you. Um, I definitely have to. Like I, I, I'm putting that on my, um, my priority list. Okay. And, um, I definitely, I, you know, you know, because it's a different impact with with talking to somebody in the physical. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right there in, in person. Yeah. It's a whole. I want some of that energy. Like I, I want to be able to feel that. You know what I mean? And, right. Because it's I there. It, it's a lot. You know. I, I want to. Um, let, let's let's talk about currently before um, we get out of here. I want to talk about this vision. Um, that you're working on um, the new show Bosses of Atlanta and what inspired that? Well, I'm working on a lot of different shows. Um, um, Bosses of Atlanta is one, but the primary show that I'm doing now is Beyond Ordinary, Beyond Your Ordinary. Um, ah. And that show in particular is bringing individuals on where celebrities or your everyday person, and it's for the purpose of showing you that ministry is not just ministry behind a pulpit. Or ministry is not ministry by having a certain title, you know? Right. Um, ministry can be done by you just operating in your gifts. And what I'm doing is bringing mental health and substance abuse awareness to the people. So I'm, I'm, I'm handpicking selective individuals, and I'm bringing them on the show, and they're talking about, you know, depression that they experience, and, it's, um, you know, a lot of different issues. So... Most of the time, a lot of people say, well, because this person is this, they don't understand this, so they don't understand me. And that is the reason for my show. So now it's not just a book. Now it's actually a visual where you can sit and watch and, and sit from your home and hear stories about mental health and substance abuse and how it impacted their family and how they're able to make it through. So that is my current um, show that I'm currently, you know, working on, along with, of course, Bosses of Atlanta and a lot of other stuff. But that is the one that I'm you know, I'm so super excited about not to take away from anything else that I'm doing. Um, but it's definitely going to be purposeful. It's going to be meaningful. And I think, to be honest with you, when I begin to talk about Bosses of Atlanta, so I'm going to say that for the next time we speak, um, it will make more sense of why women are considered bosses or leaders in their own prospective industry. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely, um, definitely looking forward to that because we are connected now, which means that you're going to, uh, the Vibe Show is on that um, exclusive list for you to come back on okay. the show to talk about whatever you want to talk about, um, promote whatever you want to promote. This is, this is, no this, this is family here now. So um, I'm putting that out there right now. Uh, we definitely going to have to get you to come back on the show uh, several times uh, to okay. promote whatever need to be promoted. And we'll talk about that um, off air. But um, what I want you to do is uh, for all of the people or anybody that's been touched, that's listening to this broadcast right now, all of your right. fans and anybody that's been touched, been inspired, been lifted and, 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 and need a continuation on that or whatever, can you put your social platforms in ways that people can connect with you out yes, there for definitely. me? Yes. Um, my website is mayaspellacullens.com, and that's M-Y-A-S-P-E-L-L-E-R-C-U-L-L-I-N-S.com. Um, my social media is also Maya Spella Cullens or Maya Cullens. So if you Google any of those, you're able to find me. 
Um, if you want to order the books, well, I do have them on Amazon, and you can also purchase them through my website. Awesome. And um, www.changingphasesinc.com. Um, yes. That they can reach you there as well? Yes, and that's Changing Phases, not Faces. Changing Phases. So that's C-H-A-S-E-S, um, Inc., I-N-C. So that's Changing Phases, like Phases of Life, Inc. Right. dot com. Awesome. Now, I always ask, um, I always ask my guests this before um, they depart the show. Um, I always ask them if you had an opportunity to mm-hmm. to in which you've dropped jewels since you first started talking, and I'm I'm so grateful for all of that. I gotta ask you this: if you had an opportunity to speak to a room um, full of uninspired people who were mm-hmm. looking for some uplift, some motivation, um, some vision, and right. you had the opportunity to to speak to this room full of people, what would you tell them? I would tell them that it's not too late, that this is the right moment, this is the right time. Them hearing the sound of my voice and everything that I've spoken on today, that they can utilize that to activate whatever it is that's within them to be encouraged and be inspired, to understand that I mentioned a lot of different things from teen pregnancy, um, being persistent and and not having it all, but still fighting through every situation to get to where I'm at today, which tells you that it doesn't matter the role of life that you walked on. It doesn't matter your current situation. What matters is that you have the strength, that you have the courage, that you have the motivation, and that you have the faith that you need, as long as a mustard seed, to be able to push persevere to the high calling and if you continue to believe that and know that in your spirit that everything that it is that's within you that you know that you want to do it will begin to just flourish but you've got to take one step and even if it's baby steps and even if it's not the same as your next door neighbor the person beside you it is okay you walk in your own walk because guess what baby only you can walk that walk nobody else can and nobody can do it like you Amen. Spoken from the Queen. Y'all got it right there exclusively. The one and only Maya Speller Cullens right now to get connected. Everybody, um, if you're trying to get the books right now, um, you can get the books on Amazon right now. Or you can get the books on www.mayaspellercullings.com right now. If you need to get connected in any type of way, um, could you put your um, IG out there again? It's Maya Speller Cullens. And your Facebook. It's Maya Cullens and Maya Speller Cullens as well. Ms. Cullens, I, I, I love you so much. I'm wishing you, for me and the Vibe team, much more success, much more blessings, and so much love just wrapped around you at all times. Um, I thank you so much for even touching and blessing me today. I got so no much problem. out of this. So we definitely, um, we're going to have to do this again and, and uh, get you to come back on. You got shows and things to promote more books and stuff to promote. So you'll yes, be coming back yes, on yes. here, uh, quite, quite, quite a few times or whatever. Right. Okay. I, I thank you well, so I'm much. Excited. It's an honor. And thanks so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your host, Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my super special guest, the queen, Maya Speller Cullens. We out.